This show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about this show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. It's the Undercom. Bringing you the best in hand combat coverage with feature interviews, major events, and the hottest ring girls from around the nation. The Undercard is part of the Podcast Detroit Network. And now, here they are, always in your corner, Brad, Marv, and Jimmy. Episode 251, it is also the week of uh, Bikes and Fights. No, it's not. It's 251. It's 250. No, it's 250. No, 250 was last week. Where was I? You were it here. It's 251. It's 251. Yeah, it is 251. Uh, but I'm an idiot. This week is brought to you by Fights at Harley Davidson um, on 14 Mile. Donna Frio is throwing uh, fights at Motor City uh, Harley Davidson. Those events happen at 7 p.m. on Saturday. So the whole show is brought to you by that. And we'll talk a little bit more about that as Jimmy goes through his What's on Tap. But we can't start the show without talking about what happened to Houston, which is just, I mean, <laughs> devastation since our last show. Uh, it, it's tough to imagine something. Well, it was going on when we had our last show. Yeah, but we di- you didn't know the damage that that had come about or we... we, we it must have just started because we hadn't talked about it, and it would have made a show. I wanted topic. to, I wanted to talk about it, but you kept gabbing on about all this other kind of stuff. <laughs> I don't know. You were gabbing on about something because I, I had all this stuff pulled up about how there was uh, sixteen trillion yeah, gallons we of water. About, like, the and, nurses being able to go there, and they were looking for like a, yeah five. Sh- it was right at the very end of the episode. Dude, I think I've suffered a head injury then because I, like the last few shows. Yeah, you because I even show, I didn't even because I want to talk about Eclipse. it, and then I brought it up at the end because yeah, you wanted to end early. End. Oh, okay, well now we'll talk about it, Jimmy. Is that okay? Or, and, and, no, it's too late, man. No, no, sorry. No, it's scary. Don't want to do what I want when I want it. You know. The scary We're thing is another hurricane is coming to, towards Florida. Yeah, Irma. Yep, and is equally as bad right now. They are calling it the most powerful Atlantic hurricane ever. It's it's a Category Five. Already, that's has winds of 185 goes, right? miles per that's hour. That's the high. Well, actually, uh, they they and did change a- it. Um, there is technically a category six now because there's been so many fives that have been so powerful that they've actually had to upgrade it. There is now con- there is considered now a category six. The problem with Irma is not only is it a category five with no signs of s- signs of slowing down. I don't know if they'll ever. Ever stop? But It'll ever end? Oh, that's Trump. <laughs> oh, Did you but say that. Yeah, but the problem is, is there's now a second storm coming up right behind Irma, and what they're really worried about is that second storm is going to be absorbed by Irma, and that'll turn into a Category Six. Okay, which the, is the, the new, the, the new, the newest thing. But yeah, they're they're talking about. If this thing does not dissipate at all before it hits Florida, it'll probably it'll probably be the most damaging hurricane in U.S. history. Right, and as the pattern changes, though, if you notice, it was supposed to hit like on the east side of Florida. Now they're right. saying it's supposed to go up to like Miami, 
But now there's projections it could go in the golf. Oh, if it hit New Orleans again. Like, I well, mean, how, how bad Harvey, because of the... Harvey yeah, already partly... in Miami tomorrow. Yeah, uh, Harvey already partially hit uh, Louisiana. Right, but where, where the, I know. the dams break again yeah. and, like, wipe out the town again well, for seven years. And also, not only that, but a lot of people that escaped... Um, uh, uh, escaped um, uh, from New Orleans when Katrina hit, moved to Houston. Right. Then they got hit by Harvey. Now Houston's underwater. Katri- you know, New Orleans is just not even really making a comeback. And they're talking, Harvey already hit it. And now they're talking about Irma hitting it as well. Right. It, it's, it's like literally like somebody's sitting there and going, you know what? Fuck you in particular. Just fuck you. Well, they they sent um, or they're online everywhere. The pictures from space of these I, storms. Yeah, I'm watching a oh, NASA yeah. video of it right now. Right. The what you can observe from like the space station or satellites th- that doesn't even look real. That looks like the day after tomorrow. It, kind it, of thing it looks like a snow huge. thing. That's like it's just absolutely huge whirlpool. Um, yeah. And you know, I started to think about it and. As bad as hurricanes are natural disaster-wise, I think they would still rank lower because you do have the chance to – I mean like an earthquake comes. There's typically no warning, maybe some tremors. Um, A tornado, you know, not a lot of time to evacuate. Like at least with hurricanes, they can tell you to get out. Now I know some people can't. They have nowhere to go, no money, nowhere to go. But on a national – like – weather kind of thing as much damage as it does at least there are some precautions to take um yeah for hurricanes well and also um uh the state of florida um because there's a toll road that goes north and south in florida there's a lot of backed up well what they did well what they they've done is they suspended all tolls so the tolls are not working it's wide open you don't have to pay for anything. They just want everybody to be able to get out of there. Because there's a lot of people that are like, well, we can't go anywhere, not only because we have nowhere to go, but because we can't afford it because of tolls. Right. Well, they're saying, no, just you know, there's no stopping. There's no, you know, anything like that. Everything's wide open. Just get the hell out of here. Right. And and hopefully the attorney generals in both states of Texas and then Florida are observing like price gouging for gasoline, for water, for hotels. Uh, well, like all no of a sudden $69 hotel yeah. becomes overnight $500 just yeah. in, inland and stuff. But I know there are some people that don't have money to leave and, and you board it up and you try to wait it out and that's so Oh, dangerous. yeah. I mean there's a, there's a lot of people that – well, and not only that, but there's a lot of people that are like, you know what? I was born in this home and I've lived in this home my entire life and if it goes, I'm going to go with it. I ain't, le- I ain't leaving it because they know if they leave it, they're going to come back. There's going to be nothing left. Right. And so. we got Ring Girl Candace here with the with us. You can jump in anytime you want. But and I'm not trying to make a joke of this, but really at the end of the day, Michigan's not too bad to live in. No. You know, it, it really on the grand scheme of things of no forest fires, there's a big one going on in Burbank California, right now. yeah. Huge. Yeah. Like, my friends can see it. Like, yeah. Like, hey, look, I have a lot of fire. friends like, that live out there, what? too, yeah. Like, and it looks like it's within touching distance. Well, there, I have a friend out there, he posted a picture of his car 
uh, for from inside his car on his car, and it's just this fine layer of ash, right. and you can't see within like ten feet in front of you because the smoke is just so bad. Well, I was I was gonna say, and this is a joke, but I, I was gonna say don't breathe it in. But they're both smokers, so I was like, what, what's it gonna freaking hurt, dude? They've been smokers <laughs> since we're thirteen. Different kind of smoke, Brad. I know, but I'm just yeah, saying I that I was like, eh, yeah, if yeah. anyone, it's not gonna hurt. They're just right. gonna laugh it off. But yeah, they send me they send me a picture, and I was like, it looks like you can touch that. He's like, yeah, oh, that's a good two miles away. Yeah, <laughs> like, two miles. I'm like, I know, no. So, so no, no forest fires. No, no forest fires. Uh, are kind of bad, but I huh? mean, it's not all bad. I was just saying the same thing to my girlfriend when the topic was brought up the other day. Right. Like Michigan, all in all. I mean, yeah, we we have long winters, but I'd take yeah. that over sinkholes or forest fires or anything going on. I mean, God bless the people that are going through everything. Right. But I yeah, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> right. In earthquakes, we have yep. no chance of that. I mean, we could have them, but it doesn't do any damage. Not not to that extent. No. Right. Uh, like, oh, what was that? Like yeah, like so I think I think the highest ever in Michigan was like a five. Right. Yeah. Which well, is like, oh, that that felt weird. <laughs> right. You know. Uh but when the forest fires were happening, and I mean, I guess we could have a forest fire here well, in Michigan. Yes, because we Gatlinburg could. Had one. Well, yes, we could. Uh, but uh, in order for Michigan, I mean, little parts of Michigan could have a forest fire. But in order for like to be like in Burbank or whatever, Michigan would have to get zero snow and zero uh, rainfall for about three years, right? And just dry it out so bad. That everything becomes tinder, which it's never going to happen because we're one of the wettest states in the union, mainly because we have the Great Lakes surrounding us. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so we get like the occasional tornado, but I'm trying to remember, and it seems to always hit Ann Arbor and Chelsea. Like that's like well, where it hits. Just- because, you know, the type of people that live there. <laughs> My grandma know? had a crazy theory, and it could be like from Ireland or something, that that we live so close to the water when we lived in Downriver that it, it, something the tornadoes would like dissipate. Although not quite true. There was a bad one in uh, Lincoln Park like when I was born in 77. But like she had a theory that like the barometric trick pressure change. But like Monroe gets them bad. Well, it, it has um, to do with the landscape. The flatter the land – the more the tornado is going to be able to do. When you get into like uh, elevation changes, tornadoes can't sustain themselves. Right. So like flatlands like Monroe and places like that, they tend to get it more because it's flat. Right. You get to places, you know, like in and around the cities and stuff like that, tornadoes can't sustain because there's too much up and down, you know. Right. Which is one of the reasons why tornadoes are – uh, big on trailer parks is because trailer parks are typically on, flat, on land. flat land. So, you know, when you get an area that's typically flat land, there's a lot of trailer parks. That's where tornadoes are going to, you Makes know. Makes sense. Oklahoma. Exactly. And Iowa. I mean, that's. Um, I'm, I'm trying to look up. Run. I'm trying to look up. Uh, uh, let's see. Um, so the deadliest tornadoes in Michigan, uh, June 8th, 1953. Uh, killed 116 people. Um, what city? Cities are important. It just the Beecher tornado. It just says Beecher. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, a thousand tornadoes touched down in the state from 1950 to 2012, making the state the 20th in the nation for the most recorded tornadoes. Uh, let's see. 
1953, Beecher, Coldwater Road. So I don't know where that is. Um, Des, uh, uh, May 25th, 1896, Ortonville. Uh, Ortonville, I know where that is. That's uh, Grand, Grand Blank. Yep. Uh, North Oxford and Wigville. Um, April 11th, 1965, Branch County, Hillsdale County, Lenaway County. I know where those are. Uh, April 3rd, 1956, Hudsonville, Stanville, Grand Rapids, 64, Anchor Bay, Mount Clemens. Um, April 11th, 1965, Comstock Park and El- Alpine. I want. I want. I thought that said Alpina, but it's, it's Alpine. Uh, May third, nineteen eighty, Main Street of Kalamazoo, uh, nineteen oh five, Sandlack County, Shabona, uh, nineteen fifty three, Lake Erie tornado near Telegraph and Monroe County, and nineteen fifty three in Big Island Lake, Owasso County. So those were the biggest. We haven't had a. The, the most current one was 1980, which was in Kalamazoo, uh, down Main Street. The, that was the, 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 the most deadliest ones, the top ten deadliest ones. So, yeah, I mean, all in all, it's not that bad. Um, uh, what is that, a Fujima scale? Fu- what I was just saying is Fujima that the hurricanes, scale. at least you know they're coming. And you can right, exactly. If you have the beans. Fujita scale. Fujima scale. Um, let's see. Uh, so the, oh, the 53 one in Flint. That's where the 53 one was. It was an F5, okay. which is the, the most powerful tornado you can get. Finger of God. Finger of God. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Twister. No, no. It, uh, it was brought up again in Peoria. Just happened in Peoria, <clears throat> Illinois. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where everybody was uh, like wiped out. Yeah. Well, but you, the finger of God metaphor, that's from the movie Twister. But I've heard other people use it since. Well, then. they – since then, not before then. <laughs> I, I, I was young. I yeah. didn't watch a weather channel. Cow. Where'd... Another cow. I think that's the same cow. Cody Stamen's in I know. Cody. House. What's up, man? How you doing? What's up, guys? Good to see you. You got to turn on his mic? I guess. Try, right, try, it again. try it again. Mic check. There we go. <laughs> All right. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing all right. So I ca- I saw Cody at uh, Motor City Casino the other day, mm-hmm. and uh, I went up to him, and I was absolutely serious. I was like, why don't you take over? Mar- We've not replaced Marv. It makes sense. And Cody absolutely. gave an answer. Here I am. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, I, all right. I live – I literally live like – Walking distance. Well, hype it up. It's a good show. Studio. Just don't say like we're, we're like yeah, a practice. No, no, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, I have a lot of fun every time I come on the show. Yeah. So. It's a plus because Marv constantly would be like, we're like, did you see the fights? No, I don't care. <laughs> Are you going to come to the event this weekend? No, I got better things to do. Whereas Cody. I'm a big fight fan. Just yeah. a little bit. <laughs> just a tad. And uh, since we've last seen you, you have a fight on the books in Vegas. I do. Oh, do you? October 7th, I fight uh, awesome. Tom Dukenois from France. It doesn't Ooh, matter nice. because you're going to roll. Oh, oh, oh. Just keep rolling through everybody. That's a big croissant. It's fancy butter. I give a cigarette to baby. I don't care. I am French. Now, the, the best thing about this, and this is just from my experience covering in media, is that they, had, they didn't keep you on the shelf long. 
And when the UFC keeps people on the shelf long where people are like, oh, I don't know when I'm going to fight next and stuff, that's normally not a good sign. They automatically give you another fight, right? which is absolutely great. Yeah, I think they I think they were pretty pleased with my performance, especially on an eight-day notice. I think the like the showmanship, you know, was a big part of it. You know, the fact that I was kind of talking trash and, you know, I made it more – it was more than a, just a, you know, just a fight. I think that was huge. Right, yeah. They loved well, yeah, and stuff. I mean, yeah, you had – and you also uh, not only like in the post-fight interview but like during the fight, you know, you were egging them on. You were kind yeah. of playing around with them and, right. man, that, that sells tickets, man. It does, it does. <laughs> it does. Yeah, I can't believe how many people – more people talked about me talking trash during the fight than the actual fight. <laughs> <laughs> now, it was a big day, though, in the UFC. Did you see you guys got new kits? New. New kits. Uh, uh, for Reebok kits? Yeah. Did you see them yet? <clears throat> yeah. I have, no, I haven't seen. Well, unless they got new ones since I fought. Yeah, they do. I'll find them really quickly. They don't the have the Cody that... Stamen uh, <clears throat> Speedo, though. They don't have the. They should they do not. They should. They do have the Cody Stamen banana hammock. I did. I did make sure yeah. they had that. That's. I haven't seen any of these. <laughs> so the 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 kits they gave you got to get on Snapchat with Cody. <laughs> yeah, the actual the actual fight kit they give you uh, is re- actually really really cool. Plus they give you all kinds of they hook you up with a ton of Reebok gear every time you go out and fight that because they want you decked out in Reebok everywhere right. you go. You know what I mean? So so they give you I don't know a couple thousand dollars with Reebok coals every time you every time you have a fight, which is. It's pretty cool. I know a lot of the bigger name guys don't like it because they can get you know hundred thousand dollars from right. major clothing companies. But for me, right now, you know, I'm not uh, I'm not hating it. Right. So these are what they uh, look like, and we can post them on our our Facebook. But I wanted Cody to. I, I figured they just released this, so I figured you might not have seen it. Um, let's. Oh, there we go. It's my first time on a computer, so that's like one of the new female Ooh. versions. Yeah, Fancy. I don't. Yeah, so like you have the shorts and then the, but the spandex underneath them, and then uh, there's Max just showing kind of the new uh, the sport short. That's uh, sport short. Sport short. I'm a spandex short guy. Uh, there's Paige Van Zant wearing. Uh, so it's like spandex underneath, like a short with like some stone washing, some like uh, '80s there, and then uh, guys are wearing these in fights. Yeah, this is this is the official gear the now, and these are the gear. official hoodies. So oh, no crap, it's pretty um, cool. Those are the the new gear just announced uh, today. I'm all for the. Uh, Which one would you go different with? Different gear. I don't know. I, I mean, I, they I'm, give you the options. I wear next every time, but yeah, they give you uh, like color options, and you know, and they they customize everything to fit you, which is nice because obviously you don't want to look a bum when you walk out. Yeah, that's cool. Gear. Like the yeah, those are cool. Those shirts are really cool. You know who it reminds me of? Uh, Andre Agassi back in 1980s used to wear that in like tennis. That's where they got the idea from, guaranteed. The, oh, the underneath. Shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that got announced today. So I was like, well, Cody's gonna be disappointed. There's no speedos, but other than that, they look kind of cool. Pretty cool. No, I I I, I, I like them better. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's better. It's better. I, mean, I didn't like the country options. colors. That's actually that's what it is. I didn't like the country colors because I. I um, what do you mean, What do you mean by country colors? You yeah uh, the the associated uh, the country that the fighter came. Oh from okay, I guess with their and if this stays to um, form, you know you have Paige oh, man, you have Paige Van Zant in like a maroon. It's going to give you more color options, right? Because yeah. um, I don't I don't 
I mean, unless I'm missing something, I don't see anything related here. Maybe Paige Van Zandt's written in red, white, and blue, but it doesn't seem like it's as country oriented as it was before. So, every time you say country, that's what I'm thinking. Oh, I know. (laughs) So, where did you get to, Cody? Where did you get to watch the uh, Mayweather? So, I just went over to a buddy's house and and watched. It was pretty uh, pretty low key because I actually really wanted to watch the fight. Mm -hmm. Right? You know, I didn't want to watch people. Uh, you know, asking what are they doing? What's going on here? Who's right. winning? Is he going to win? Right. You know I mean, I just wanted to go there and just watch it because I was actually really excited to to watch that fight, yeah. <clears throat> not because I thought McGregor was going to win, just because I was curious to see what happened. He was How there. It happened. You know yeah. What I mean, I mean the 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 build up leading up to that fight. I mean, people that don't even like fighting wanted to watch it. I mean, yeah. They did an awesome job promoting that show. I mean, it did nothing but good things for MMA and I hope boxing too. But definitely MMA. I mean, Connor went in, out there and I think surprised a lot of people. Everyone thought that you know Floyd was going to run through him, but uh, you know he he was doing really well in the early rounds. But you know you can't fight like that, and you get a guy that with that kind of experience like Floyd. I mean, he knows how to win fights. He's been doing it his whole life. Right. Uh, there was though, and and tell me if this dampers a a little bit of of the fight because uh hold on Mayweather shoot. I got to find the actual story. It was in Washington Post, so it's a true story. That doesn't mean anything. No, it does. No, it doesn't mean What was it? Okay. uh, You can't trust any news article ever. Going right now. Okay, so Floyd Mayweather tried to bet $400,000 at the last minute on the over-under of the fight. Uh, He went into the M Casino and – uh, basically, the M Resort with four hundred thousand dollars in cash. This is from the Washington Post, um, and tried to get a wager according to ESPN with the over under of the fight being nine point five rounds. Betting the under would have brought a payout in a fight that Mayweather won with a TKO barely in the tenth round. Uh, sounds like a man with a plan. Unfortunately, he couldn't get the bet at negative two hundred odds. Now, a couple of my friends have this theory, Jimmy. If when you were told no, you can't buy alcohol, did that ever stop you? Some of my friends have theories that he found somebody to bet this money, and the only reason he didn't throw punches in the beginning is he bet the over, and once it hit 9.5 he, he did. in the round? He talked about it in an interview. He did? Yeah. I watched an interview, and he talked about how he, he was trying to bet money. He didn't say he was betting. He All he said was that he's betting on himself. He didn't say that he was... He was betting that he would win, you know, in the later rounds, just that he was betting on himself and they wouldn't let him. And then he gave the money to one of his friends, but they only let him bet like $150,000. I didn't know that he bet, he made that bet like, uh, you know, that late in the fight. But that changes things. I mean, mean, he 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 didn't do anything. He didn't do anything the first four rounds. Everyone's like, what's going on? You know, Connors is getting off on him. Like, well, he's not hitting him. He's not hitting him. He's not yeah. doing anything. Yeah. And then, you know, it was the, you know, midway into the fourth round, he started throwing throwing back. And then the fifth round, he turned it up a little bit. But yeah. then, like, seven, eight, nine, you know, he he was throwing as many punches yeah. as Connor. And you could see all the all the steam just, just going out of, out of McGregor. But yeah. I saw McGregor fights. He's, I mean, geez, even when he fought Diaz and he had a four-month training camp, he got tired after yeah. the third round. You know, he's not – he's – He's a first four round kind of guy. You know what I mean? Like in a boxing match in an MMA fight, he's got two really hard rounds in him. Yeah. You know, he's gonna he's gonna put you on your butt in those first two rounds. But after that, you weather that storm, yeah. that's when guys are gonna be able to beat him. 
Uh, the M Casino uh, told the network ESPN when they contacted them that their concerns were the legality of a fighter betting on anything other than a straight win. So that's why they didn't want to take an over-under fight uh, bet, which makes sense because, I mean, if if somebody was able to place that and he lays back, you know. But uh, mad props to Connor. I mean, he did he did everything. He uh, said he would. Yeah, Besides exactly. Win. And Besides he is win. so rich now. Yeah. I mean, he can pretty much whatever he wants to do now. I mean, yeah, I mean, he runs the UFC now. How cool whatever is that? Whatever he wants. He yeah, gets. exactly. He, whatever he wants, he gets. He, um, he's the man. We were going to move over to MMA though and talk about uh let's talk about John Jones. Uh give us the story here. Well, basically last week we we yeah, we talked about yeah. him getting busted yeah. for so John Jones uh, for I believe it was UFC 214. Um, yeah, 214. Um, they basically – he failed his piss test uh, before the fight. Uh, but then when they used his blood test uh, during the night of the fight, uh, it turns out that he passed. But what he uh, – the, the urine test basically said that he, it contained uh, turnable which is an anabolic steroid. Um, but uh, so, you know, a lot of people were saying, oh, well, everybody was condemning him because it showed up in the piss test. But then he was vindicated when it didn't show up in the blood test and so on and so forth. So I did a lot of um, research on on this particular drug um, just to see what we're, we're actually dealing with here. Uh, a couple of uh, interesting things about it. Um, first of all, you can't get this from any known pharmaceutical company. You have to get this from the underground. Um, so it was made to beat drug tests. It was made to beat drug tests. Here's the other. Here's the other uh, funny thing about it too. It's not necessarily used for building muscle. It's used more for cutting. It also has a half life of 16 hours. So if he had been taking it. It was just coming out of his system when he took the piss test. By the time he took the blood test 24 hours later, it was out of his system. So, you know. Still a cheater. Also, also uh, when looking this up, it usually only shows up in urine tests. It doesn't necessarily show up in blood tests. Sometimes it will, but sometimes it won't. And that goes with what Cody's saying. It's right. to conceal it. Right, Exactly. So I, I'm going to say that he, he had it in his system that uh, when he took the piss test, it was just coming out of his system. It was enough to show up. But because it has a 16-hour half-life, by the time he took the blood test, either it, it wouldn't show up in the blood test anyways or it was already out of his system. So uh, and you might not know this because you've only fought one fight in UFC, but you fought with other organizations and stuff. Jimmy was just curious, like the, the protocol on fight night uh, on a pee test and a blood test. Do you know when they're actually, actually administered? So normally they won't take your blood before a fight, but I can imagine that, that there are exceptions to that rule. If they did, they would take it. A long time before your fight, just in case there was some kind of complication, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. But they pee tested me. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't ask for my blood. Right. I think it's pretty normal, and everybody, everybody in Michigan usually gets hit about the same time by USADA. USADA shows up, and they usually show up at the gym, 
And that, I'm telling you, that is a super rigorous test. One, you can't beat it. You can't, no. you, you know, you're not like going to hide pee in your pants no. and dump it in the <laughs> cup. Like, you drop your pants to your ankles, you yep. take your shirt off, and someone watches you pee, like, close. Yep. I mean, the guy standing right Welcome next to Welcome to the you, military. He's, like, <laughs> he's standing next to you, watching, yep. looking at your junk while you're peeing. Like, yep. you're not slipping anything in there or slipping anything out of there. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty foolproof. And then you pee in this cup, you, you put the lid on, you never, you never, take your eyes off this cup like it's in your hand no one could potentially like you know switch it right sabotage your your pee sample you have it in your hand and then it goes into this crazy like crank locked container Mm -hmm. into a bag into another bag into Mm -hmm. a sealed box that you sign you know what i mean like it's it's foolproof the way they do it yeah it's foolproof like if he got caught with that in his system he he's busted i mean like that there's a reason the UFC pays USADA it's because you, you're not paying these these guys off. You know what I mean? Like, right. These are the guys that yeah, that's what they do. That's what they do. They yeah. they administer P tests. That's the whole the whole company's based around it. Like in Michigan, I mean, sh- there's no no question in my mind that if someone wanted to uh, you know beat that drug test, you could. You know, you 100 percent could. You're not beating a test from USADA. I think that any athletic commission, you could probably beat their dr- drug test. You know, if you were really, if you really, really wanted to, but no one's beating you out of drug no. tests. Like, you know what I mean? You see all these guys, all these Brazilians and all these guys that you know were on juice for a really long time. You're seeing all these guys fall off, right. fall off the mountain just like that. And it's not, it wasn't age. What happened? USADA came in. Yeah. You know I mean, all these guys that, that were taking all these cutting agents and all these crazy things to get their weight down and, you know, all these different recovery, HGH and different steroids and stuff. They've been flying under the radar while as soon as USADA came in. All of them got busted. Everybody yeah. got busted. Now you're seeing all these big changes in the top ten. It's because the guys that weren't taking steroids, you know, are starting to beat the guys that had a little bit of edge on them because they were. Right. Yeah, I always speculated, and, I mean, there's Overeem, I always thought, was probably on roids. But he now he because – Yeah. He got caught was taking steroids. But now with the, the USADA, what he's talking about, now have you seen Overeem? He's got a little bit of a beer gut. Mm-hmm. The muscles are gone. He's yep. a better fighter all of a sudden without the roids. But uh, you could tell physically – he is not the same Overeem that came over from kickboxing where he just looked like a freaking freak. You know what yeah, I'm no. talking about? Well, yeah. because uh, steroids, what they do is they artificially inflate your muscles. They put, you know, like uh, basically like almost like water in them. And then when you come off the steroids, your skin is stretched out a little bit from all that juicing, but your muscles is not as big. So you get that little bit of a gut. You get that little bit of flabbiness. You get, you know, you can definitely tell the people that were juicing and then stopped because they they just don't look right. Now, uh, and you have to let them know where you're going to be at all times. Mm -hmm. So, So like, I have an app on my phone. I have an app on my phone. And, like, literally... They know when I'm at the gym, you know, if I go to Grand Rapids for the weekend or I go anywhere, you know, if I have a flight, like if I'm flying, I have to let them know. I mean, it's just constantly, just constantly updating your location on this app so that, you know, at any given time they can just show up where you are and uh, you can't beat that test. I'm not going to condemn John Jones and say that he did it or, or didn't do it because I don't really want to, you know, piss off anybody, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he he did. I mean, I feel all all the evidence points to it. Yeah, I mean, and then all these people are you know saying this and this. Well, how did he pass his blood test? I'm like, come on, man. Well, really think 
be specifically because because of what he it took, doesn't you know, show do up. Research. Well, not only that, but because it usually only shows up in urine, and it has such a short half life that a twenty four hour distance difference can it's make a, a difference. It's a drug made to beat drug tests. Yes, exactly. You know what I mean, and he probably. I mean. It's Anyone. the one that the Russians you, were using. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was made by the Russians, I believe. No, it was made by the East by an East German pharmaceutical company. But the R- Russians are the ones that that got busted using it. Uh, it's like ninth. I did a bunch of research on it because I was curious too. Because I was yeah, a whole uh, it was used uh, um, in the 1990s. It was discovered that Turnable was one of the key anabolic steroids utilized by East Germany in their infamous state-sponsored doping program known as the State Plan Research Team. Blah blah blah. blah. Um, and then, hold on, I came, uh, oh, this is all East Germany. It wasn't the Russians. Uh, it's East Germany, East Germany, East See, Germany, I'm curious what East Cody's Germany. talking about, about the test where you, you got to drop it and they're right there. I, I had some friends that were shy guys, we call them, that, like, if you were in the woods, they would go another, like, 50 yards in the woods because uh, they didn't want to pee around. To, it's hard to pee when <laughs> someone's watching you. It's really, really hard. Like, I, I was to the point where, like, if I didn't pee... Like I, I, I waited because I knew how the test went, so I waited until it was like, okay, I'm going to pee my pants. And I was like, okay, let's go in the bathroom and do this. But it was funny because they kind of they came and got everyone a few weeks ago, and uh, Bobby Nash was saying that he was standing there with his pants down for like 15 minutes, just standing there. Yeah, there, there's a yeah. dude, I swear to God, I had to pee until he started watching me. Couple, and that's pretty yeah. awkward. I mean, well, that you know, because they do the same thing in the military. If you got to take a pee test, you have a guy right there that's like literally sitting there watching you Here's pee. The microphone. Yep. Like seriously. Like I mean, not quite that. It's like right here, yeah. like watching you pee. And like, I mean, I don't know if you want to do this, but we started just messing with them. We would sit there like, yeah, you like that, don't you? Yeah, you know, and just started looking them in yeah. the eyes till they got uncomfortable. Military. <laughs> the guy gave me a, the dude gave me a fist bump after I peed in the cup. I was like, Yeah, uh, yep. thanks. It's a good job, man. I'm like, thanks. Uh, well, can see, we get out of this bathroom, please. <laughs> see, so I apologized last week to Daniel Cormier because I felt that I was too hard on him, and then in the press conference, he said that Jones was on steroids, yeah. and everyone laughed it off, and then here he gets popped for. More than like, you gotta know. I mean, steroids. man, if you're taking steroids in a camp like that, there's that many people. Somebody told somebody in that camp and got to Daniel Cormier. You know what I mean? Like all those guys are pretty good friends. Mm-hmm. You know. And Dana White put it best last week, and we talked about it. Is that he could have been the best without steroids? That's the saddest so effing part about the story. Look at his brothers; they play in the NFL. Like he's a gifted athlete. He doesn't need steroids. There's a lot of guys that are unathletic and. They could use they could use something. John Jones was not one of those guys. So last time you were here, we talked about it. Where I said like he should get another chance, and you're like, oh, he's gotten too many chances. And Jimmy said, and now I'm he's gotten way too many effing chances. The yeah. problem is, what happens? You know, he's such a big name. He, he's such a big name. He's just going to go to Bellator and take steroids, and they're not going to. You know no, I mean? they're he's, not going to be as strict. They're not going to no. be as strict, and then you know all the people that are diehard John Jones fans are going to see him. But who's going to compete against him? Right. The guys like Ryan Bader. I mean, that's what Ryan Bader did. Yeah, uh, that's true. He was on so much juice, and then Usada came in, and he was like, Peace. "I'm going to go fight for Bellator." Right. Is that cool? <laughs> you know, there's a lot of guys like that that kind of like dipped out. It's because they want to be able to take steroids because they've been taking it for so long. Now, I mean, they feel like they need it. Right. You know, whether they actually do or not, I don't know. 
Dude, prednisone. I've been prescribed prednisone just from, uh, you know, like medical reasons and stuff. And even on prednisone, which is a basic steroid, you feel better for like five days. My my grandma, the the story I've told this a million times, my grandma would be near deathbed. And then uh, Dr. Raper would prescribe her prednisone. What a name. And uh, (laughs) – And – he and she would literally like be able to walk for like yeah. five days where she couldn't do it, oh, and yeah. then when you got off the prednisone again, she'd fall back into right. the, yeah. the uh, things. Steroids are there's a reason. Steroids are a very powerful thing. Exactly. I mean they 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 really are. They're you know I mean the body makes it naturally you know to a certain extent, but. You know, the, yeah, you feel better, stronger. You're the $6 million man or bionic woman, depending on, you know, you take steroids and you're better, faster, stronger. You know, it's just, yeah, it's, I mean, it's there, addicting, you know. There are there are so many things that you have to do to keep your body functioning at that, you know, that high level, especially like I told, like, like I, I've been telling everyone, like, you literally have to, you have to sleep right, you know, yeah. you have to eat right. You, there's so many things you have to do or you just take steroids. Yeah. You know what I mean? It does all yeah. those things naturally. Like, to keep your testosterone up when you're working out as much as, you know, a lot of fighters do. Yeah. I mean, it, it takes it, it takes a lot. It takes a huge uh, toll on your body and steroids, you know. It's the easy way. It's the yep. easy way to, you know, change that. You know, you, you recover faster. You feel yep. better. Uh, also in MMA news, Ben Askren is uh, he's retiring. He's got a retirement fight versus Shinya Aoki. Shinya Aoki. There you go. I met Shinya Aoki. Okay, in Japan because so- Darren, after one of his fights, the people at Ryzen asked him to call out Shinya Aoki, and he threw a water bottle at across the freaking oh. ring. Uh-huh. Sitting in the crowd, and all standing, we we're just standing in the in the ring, and. A water bottle just goes whizzing by Darren's head <laughs> and then smokes somebody on the other side of the ring. <laughs> and all the Japanese people are like, oh. oh, oh. <laughs> I love and, how. And then they clap. Yeah. So weird. I, lo- I love that. If you've ever watched like I, like professional wrestling or anything like kind of like combat sports, the Japanese audience is one of the best audiences, but also one of the weirdest audiences because they will be completely silent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then something will happen. You'll hear, oh, <laughs> it's awesome. And then they clap. And then they clap. I mean, yeah. That, can, these two guys, can you imagine? Yeah, and Darren, they they gotta love you guys over there. Oh. <laughs> uh, we have a really good time. Like I, we, I'm sure. We, I mean, oh, Mr. Cody, it's so like we do things like just as, like there's people movers everywhere, you know? Yeah. And uh, like I will stand in the middle of the people mover, and you just watch like, <laughs> and like Darren is getting a kick out of it because like someone will try to be around me, and I'll just keep stepping in the direction <laughs> that they're stepping. Oh, that's gotta freak them the hell yeah, out. Like, yeah, they like they're like in panic mode, you know, and they don't because they won't like make eye contact with you, right? Oh, they're very oh, like, oh, oh, so sorry, so sorry, so sorry. So sorry. Yeah. You're so well, cold, so bad. Well, what I think, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I think this is sad though because I think Boring. Ben Askren was uh, one of the fighters that should have made it in the UFC. Uh, his fighting with Dana White probably uh, yeah. did him in many years ago. But I told you, Ben Askren's the best I've ever seen in person when I was covering Bellator. Mm-hmm. Like, I never saw him lose more than 30 seconds of a fight. Could he finish people back in Bellator? No, but now he is finishing people. He's finished the last seven out of eight. So he's re- going to retire and never get to uh, fight in the UFC, which is sad. 
because I would always have Ben Askren mm. in my top ten. I, I, I think the world of Ben. He just has the worst PR plan ever. And yeah. that, that's a shame. But, Cody, what, what do you think of Ben Askren? I mean, uh, his fights, his wrestling is just so superior. Uh, even in Bellator, when he couldn't finish people with ground and pound, he never was not in control in Bellator. Um, he's been dominant, just like you have in your career, because we don't count your loss. I mean, where, where do you think Ben Askren will rank? I mean, he never had the UFC. So will he be a name we forget, or will people remember him kind of as uh, – Oh shit! Uh, Saka Saku never fought, right? Saku never fought in fucking UFC. I don't think so. No, no, no. He was all pride, or not pride. Uh, it's like it's yeah. one of those things. Like you want to see him tested against like one of the best, absolute best guys in the world. And you know, all the best guys in the world are in the UFC. So I mean, yeah, I think he's a guy that in two years, no one even knows who he is. You know, but just I mean, if you're a fight fan like we are, you, I mean, you know who he is. I was going to say, like, casual people, no, they're not going to know who Ben Askren is. But casual people just know who Conor McGregor is, like, right? Oh, yeah, but McGregor. but if you're yes. if you're a fan of MMA, if you follow MMA, you're going to know who Ben Askren is, and you're going to remember him for a while. Ben Askren, you know him, Candace? I do not. Okay. <laughs> Curly hair. Speaking to the mic. Oh, sorry. That's a okay. curly hair wrestler from oh, Midwest, that one. Iowa. That one. You okay. know him now? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one. She's honest. No. At least she's being yeah, honest. She still does not know who this is. <laughs> uh, ben Askren, uh, so I just started covering, covering Bellator. and um, Kind of looks like the granite American hero. No, no. I, I had asked him for an interview, and he says, I got to go get paid. And uh, he goes, well, I'll come back. And he did come back, oh, which cool. was kind of cool. But uh, he had to go get paid right after the I gotta that go was get with paid. the Bjorn Rebs. Yeah. yeah, he actually said it that yeah. way, too. He's like, I got to go get paid. Uh, and that was in <laughs> Windsor when he fought in Windsor. But he was the best I ever saw cage side. I mean, there was nothing anyone could do. His wrestling was that good. Now, from a standpoint of any other part of his MMA game, very not well-rounded, not, you know um, – I, like like uh, Cody says, somebody in the UFC could very well find his weakness, but his wrestling was just superior. It was yeah. almost kind of like when Dan Severn first started in the UFC. Like no one, no one saw someone that wrestled that good, oh, and I even Hoist Dan. Gracie had problems with it yeah. because his wrestling was like pretty was, good. But then Dan couldn't finish it right. because he didn't know what to do when he had him in those spots. He's like, now what? When I when I was doing MMA <laughs> over a decade ago, I was actually fortunate enough the. Uh, the dojo that I was with, uh, our sensei was best friends with Dan Severin. So we actually went out to cold water and, like, trained with him and his guys and, and messed around. And, yeah, same thing. Like, nobody could take the guy down. He would get you down on the ground. But he just didn't quite know what to do when he got you down there. And that was, like, his biggest weakness is he just – he could get you down, but he didn't really – he was still struggling with the jujitsu moves. Right. But that was the thing is, like, you you couldn't get him down. Right. Like, at all. He would get you down to the ground, and if you knew what you were doing, you could get him in a Kimura or an arm bar or, you know, whatever. But he's big. Right. <laughs> like, he's intimidatingly it's big. big. It's a big, strong dude. <laughs> really yeah. quickly, Candace, have you heard of Jimmy Pache, the MMA artist? Yes. Yo, you have, are you being honest? No. Okay, no. I call bullshit. Not. Considering what that about Cody, even Cody Seaman, have you heard of him? Well, well I've met him. Okay, so there obviously. you go. All right, okay. <laughs> I call bullshit because I did three fights like 12 years ago down in Tennessee. I yeah, but you just, of you, you just 
I mean, she's hurting me now. <laughs> oh, yeah. she's hurting me now, yeah. You just told me you did three fights 12 yeah. years ago. There you go. And I forgot the last but, part. But, but did I win or did I lose? I don't know. You didn't tell me. See, see, and Cody can be our expert on this because when Askren was fighting, there was always idiot media next to me that would always say, well, why does he keep punching and stuff? You, you injure your hand more on ground and pounding yeah. than you ever would think you would ever. And you reach a point where you know you're going to break your hand if you throw. And Askren would get to that point where he'd be like, okay, I cannot throw another punch without my hand shattering. I mean, isn't that true? Like when you're it's, grounded pounding. It's hard. It's hard to hit someone like in the soft spot of their face. You know what I mean? Because everyone's <laughs> going like this. Right. With their head. So you always <clears throat> you hit them in the back of the head or the side of the head. Or the mat. And it's hard. Your hand's not as hard as someone's yeah. head, even with gloves and a wrap on. Yeah. And like my thumbs, my thumbs, anytime I got someone on the ground and I was throwing punches, like my thumbs, like I would... At like at the next day, I couldn't even move my hands because my thumbs would be just you know the, t- the tendon right here. Yeah, yeah. You're hitting people like yeah, like kind of with the side of your hand. Yeah, yeah, it's not uh, it's really not that fun. So when Ben didn't know any submission moves and and you can only punch so so much right. until your hand is numb or you're, you're, yeah. you realize you're going to break it next. How's he, he been never winning his good. fights? I don't know. On Finishing the last seven, uh, look it up. Look it up. The last seven or eight. Um, but he got in that huge fight with Dana White where they, they went back and forth, and that's a shame because he would have came over in the UFC. Maybe wouldn't have dominated, but would have been, you know, top ten at all time. Yeah. I really do think he He's would. an entertaining guy, but they don't want they don't want guys like that. The UFC does not want guys like that. They want guys that finish people with flashy stuff on their feet. You know what I mean? They want guys that knock people out on their feet. They don't want guys that they could, you know, that's why Damian Maya, Damian Maya just beating everyone uh, you know, they want to get my title shot because they don't want their champion to be a guy that takes you down and lays on you right they just, and, they just don't want that in the undercard of the jones cormier fight uh dana white said that was the most boring fight that he could remember in a long time because like nothing happened in that fight there was a round where what 10 punches were thrown by both of them yep uh so he won market that uh he won uh ko tko by punches Round two of five. That was the most recent one. Give us his opponent. He might know him. Uh, uh, Sebastian no. Kadistam. No. Okay. All those guys. I don't know any of those guys. <laughs> yeah. in, uh, then he won by it. submission choke. Round one of five. That was against uh, Angelin Thangalapini. Just stop. Yeah, we, 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 we don't know I do him. better than him. We don't know him, but we know her, his girlfriend. Yes. Um, then he won uh, by decision, unanimous decision against Nikolai Alaskayahan. Um, canceled bout, no contest against Luis Santos. Win by uh, KO TKO against uh, Nubatsu Su- uh, Suzuki. Uh, then win by submission choke, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce that one. So he's he's still taking guys down in Atlanta. Yeah, and punches. Punching KO, TKO, decision, 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 decision. So basically, he's still Russell decision. He's Russell fucking everybody, and now yeah. he's like getting a little bit better at like uh, and submissions. Yeah, submission choke, Ryan Thomas. That was Bellator 14. Uh, but yeah, he's been uh, he's been mostly TKOs, KOs, but uh, he's been getting some chokes in there. It doesn't say what uh, that's, choke, that's though. The, that's the problem, though, is, you know, the average MMA fan... You know the the beer drinking you know redneck that doesn't right. has no, that thinks that you know he can knock everyone out sees Ben Askren laying some guy and they're like 
This sucks. Right. What is he doing? <laughs> you know? That, and it, you so have much to, skills involved in it. Yeah, you there's don't so, know. yeah, there's so much really going on there that, you know, as, you know, a real fan can actually see, but, you know, to the average right. fan, it just looks like two dudes laying on each other. Oh, I know. I they just, they, they can't relate to it, so they don't like it. They I, don't, I am a huge fan it. of a good jujitsu match on the ground, you know? Uh, but yeah, most people, they don't, they don't like it. They want a knockout. They want but that blood. They want, you know. Yeah, they want flashy stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that can't be like everything though. Like, I mean, if you're, if you're strong in jujitsu, like just, you know, amazing in it. Like, like Cody says, I think you got to be more well rounded. Like, oh, yeah, the, like the joke when Ronda was only winning by armbar, yeah, was kind of like it was a joke. It was like, what else can she yeah, do besides armbar? And then we learned she can't she do stand up. <laughs> yeah, she can't. Yeah, well, I mean, MMA just caught up with her. Like she, you know, she dominated. You know, before anyone really, uh, before they went out and found you know people that could Somebody, beat her. And I think yeah. uh, there was a big oh. marketing. Uh, so he won the his most recent one that he won by submission was an arm triangle choke. Um, What's the difficulty of that arm triangle choke? Actually, the both of them arm triangle choke. Uh, all of his it's kind of a, it's sub- kind of a funny choke, but people that are good at it are really really good at it. Uh, Ryan Thomas he got him in a guillotine choke. That's pretty uh, pretty normal. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, arm triangle choke was the most the two most recent submission one, and then he. The no contest is because Askren accidentally poked, poked yeah, uh, Luis Santos in the eye. Yep. Yeah. I watch that fight. So yeah. this fight's happened in November 24th, uh, uh, one championship in Singapore, which the Philippines. I mean, that, that's, the, that's the sad part about it is that even Bellator didn't know how to market Ben Askren. That's why they let him laugh, right. leave because they knew UFC wasn't going to – well, they saw them fighting with Dana White. Uh, they didn't even know how to market him. Bellator, Bjorn Rebzi, uh, Rebzi yeah. before even uh, it was taken over. It's one championship, Immortal Pursuit. That's kind of cool because, like, <laughs> I just picture what Cody's telling me how it is and, and yeah, stuff I, like that. I wonder what the production of that one FC is like because, uh, like, Ryzen, you'll never – I've never been to a fight yeah. like that. I mean, like, the, the lights, the light show and the fans, it's just – it's got a really, really, really. I mean, early arriving crowd. It is pride. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's uh, everything that I imagine pride. The would uh, be like. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was it's, gonna, a, it's an yeah. early arriving yeah, crowd yeah. too. Yeah, people, yeah, where in people, America, it's not an early arriving. The, uh, the main of the main event of that uh, card is Angela Lee versus May Yamaguchi uh, for the straw uh, belt. See, Pride had amazing finishes, though. Like I, when I when I think Rampage Jackson, I don't think anything UFC. I think that when he picked the guy up and threw him down on the Slammed ground, him on right, and just knocked him out that way. Like yeah. I mean, the, oh, the skill of that, awesome. that was Pride. Yeah, it was just like I love Pride I think, fights. I think I think Ryzen's going to be in really really big. I just think that they're kind of in a building stage that is, you know, owned and operated by the same people that that uh, you know. Pride was owned and operated by. There was like a, just a ten year non competing clause when the UFC bought Pride, and that ten years is up and they're yep. back. I mean, they call it Ryzen, but it's got like pretty much the Pride symbol. Like it's yeah, it's the next Pride. I mean, and you know, it's going to be big, and they're going to pay you guys big money, and I think they're going to compete with the UFC. I mean, I don't think anybody compete with the UFC, but 
You know, it's gonna be good. Uh, it's gonna be a good outlet for fighters. Mm-hmm. My one complaint is the platform of how to watch it still in America. It's it, it's on still at shit times, and you have to go through the internet. Which um, besides the UFC Fight Pass, n- no one's really figured that effing out. And so you you buy it, and you may get it, might not get it. At yeah, what is it like? There's like Flow Combat, yeah, Fight TV, and yeah. Then, there's UFC Fight Pass. I mean, UFC is it's like it's like the NFL. You know what I mean? Like, name another football league. Name another American football league. The Lingerie League. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Like, how many good league? It's a good league. Played for them. No way. Yeah, she's um, she's good. Her Who? sister was like better. Who does? They were a set of twins that played for the Lingerie Football League in Toledo. And you know that this person? I do. Oh I wow! The pleasure. Well, not her sister, but oh. One, they really tackle each other. One half of the twins. Okay. Lingerie, yeah. right? They really... They, um, it's not like lingerie. It's like a bikini that looks like a football Dude, uniform. Just... It's like sex- <laughs> sexy. Yeah. But they like they play. Like they, they really wear play. mouth guards. Yeah. Like they're not messing around. No. <laughs> like, really fuck yeah. each other up. It's not like yeah. powder puff. Like, no. <laughs> like they, not at all. Yeah. I just picture like me, Cody, and you sitting around going, how can we make mud wrestling better? I don't know. Let's like put them in football pads and let like, like, okay, let's do it. Yeah. Let's go like some people. Had, <laughs> people have had worse ideas. <laughs> yeah. Have you yeah, ever thought of sell. it has to work. You ever thought about being a football player? Have you played like powder puff or like I do not do sports. I did cheerleading. I tried out. No, I went to the clinics for volleyball, and they said you couldn't have like fake hair or no fake fake nails. Sorry, fake nails or jewelry, and I left. <laughs> You're like just not me. Wait. I, well, I just prefer cheerleading. So competitive cheerleading. Yes. Or? Okay. Yes. Gotcha. I was a flyer. So. Oh, were you? Yes. Oh. Very short. You're itty bitty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That makes sense. But I'm not like very coordinated, so I don't think football. I still don't understand it. I can zone out guys? long enough to stare at a game like I'm. Do you guys know Jeremy was a cheerleader? I, didn't I actually, I believe that. Was a college cheerleader. I believe that. Who was? True story. Darren Buddy Darren. Oh. Buddy Darren. Was, was he, up. like, good? <laughs> he, uh, you never went and watched? No, I never went and watched him cheerleader. <laughs> Some friend you are. Uh, yeah. Do you we even were, know we him that, then? If we weren't that good of friends back then. Okay. Not good enough that I could watch him <laughs> Hey, Darren. <laughs> no, if he's still a cheerleader. Oh, God, yeah. What college was he with? Indiana? All of that. All of that. All of that. Okay. All of that, yeah. But he probably got a scholarship too, right? Uh, I think for wrestling, not for cheerleading. Not I for cheerleading. cheerleading for fun. <laughs> Just to say he did. He's like Good that way kind of to guy. meet girls, I mean. I was going to say, probably. Yeah. Right. Were the guys that your best friends on the team? Um, we didn't do co-ed in high school, so I've stunted with a few male cheerleaders, and they're, like, really strong. Like, they can do – like, the stuff they can they do, to I'm be. too scared. Like, yeah. I, I need, like, a full – so stunt group, like I don't want one man like lifting me like that. I'm like, put me down. <laughs> you're a straight male cheerleader. You pull so much, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that you're just like getting friend zoned by every freaking mm. girl on the team. Oh no, yeah. friend zone. Uh, like depends. <laughs> <laughs> depends on the guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's there's romances that are able to blossom on the chair mats. <laughs> <laughs> Never, I hope not on never, the cheer match. I mean, like in maybe in a sense like that before. Oh, okay. <laughs> Have you ever seen Bring It On? Yeah. Were, yeah. yeah. No, I haven't. Well, maybe you should. <laughs> I'm proud to say that. Broaden I have. your horizons. No, I knew exactly what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we gotta go to our first break, and then when we come well, back, Jamie's gonna do what's on tap, just, or do what's on tap. We'll do what's on tap, and then we go first break. We'll be back with Cody Stamen. All right. Let's see. All right. Can you bring up a slider? Just put it up to his. 
That's not embarrassing. I turned 40 uh, a couple days ago. <laughs> oh, happy birthday. All right. This is What's on Tap, sponsored by Falling Down Beer Company. Uh, September 8th at Las Vegas on Showtime. Uh, we have David Benavides versus Ronald uh, Gabriel. 12 rounds for the vacant WBC super middleweight title. We also have uh, Jay Leon Love versus Abraham Hahn. 10 rounds for super middleweights. And only because I like this name because it makes me think of Star-Lord. Peter Quillen versus To Be Announced. Uh, 10 rounds for the super middleweights. Uh, moving on to September 9th at Carson, California on HBO. We have Sri Socket Sor Rungvase versus Roman Chocolate. Say that Chocolatito Chocolatito Gonzalez He's in my top 10 uh, Rematch for 12 rounds For Rung Vase's WBC Junior Bantamweight title uh, We also have Nioya Inno Versus Antonio Neves 12 rounds for in, uh, Inno's WBO Junior Bantamweight title uh, New York on Facebook Live we have Ian Green versus Kamal Russell, eight rounds for the middleweights. Uh, moving on to MMA, September 9th, UFC 215. We have Johnson versus Borg in Edmonton, uh, Alberta, Canada. And that's What's on Tap, sponsored by Falling Down Beer Company. You said there was a, um, a Harley thing this weekend. Is that yeah, correct? So, yes. Uh, Joseph Donofrio is putting on with Motor City uh, Harley Davidson. It goes down Saturday night. It's uh, 12 fights. It's 7 p.m. on 14 Mile Road at Motor City uh, Harley Davidson, located in Northville. Northville, Novi. No, not them. Northville. Uh, Farmington. Or what city is it? All right. It's on 14 know. Mile. I'll, I'll, I'll get it right by the end of the night. They, they listen to the riff. They're they're constantly advertising it. So are they really? Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, uh, especially during Dave and Chuck the Freak in the morning. Good for yeah. All right, all right. So that's what's on tap. We're gonna go to a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Undercard Hand Combat Radio. What? Now welcome back to no. the Undercard episode. No, 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 I was talking about Millers, not Howls. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. There I is such them. a thing as grease fires. Yes, they're very dangerous. Do you know why? Because if you throw water on them, it makes it spread. It doesn't put it out. I never worked in a restaurant my whole life. Neither did I. It's just common knowledge. Yeah, grease fire, you don't throw water on it. Yeah. You got to put it out. Let it burn. No, you got to use a (laughs) fire extinguisher, something that snuffs out the oxygen. Cody, you ever work in a restaurant? No. No, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. Neither did I. That's just common sense. No, I know. I'm just saying. I've <laughs> well, never ever worked in a restaurant. He has some learning to do when it comes to that kind of stuff. No, 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 no. absolutely not. Absolutely. You, you, you were never the, a Boy Scout. No, no, but you've heard the story oh. about the dog in the basement. No. Where it just kind of keeled over. What? Okay. Yeah. What this happened is, with wait, the wait. What? What did you do to the dog, Brad? Yeah. This is a. This Killed is. It was no. accidental. This is a true story. It just. Uh, do I need to call Peter? I had just met Rochelle, and uh, so I was going to clean the basement, mop it, and uh, that's basically where the dog spent most of its time. So Mm -hmm. it was hair, and it kind of had like that dog smell down there. Mm -hmm. So I mixed two products, but in fairness to me- Did you make chlorine gas? Yeah, and and fairness to me, the products didn't come out and say, this is ammonia and this is bleach. So I'm um, I'm doing it, and then all of a sudden my dog, 
God bless her, Stella just like falls over. She didn't die. Oh, thank God. But she like just passed out. I was like, what the shit? Well, good thing you didn't pass out. And So, no, I didn't. I didn't feel good, though. But I called Rochelle, and uh, (laughs) Rochelle came over, and when she analyzed the products, one had ammonia in it and one had in it. What were the products? Just so I don't make this I, I, I don't even remember. I was just going to overpower that shit ammonia. like you didn't believe. No, I could see myself doing the same thing and just be like, Thank all right, you. let's Thank do you. this. Thank <laughs> you. It's got to yeah. come out with the idiot card. Do not mix with <laughs> this stuff. And then, say that. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I would probably do it. And then my poor dog, she was fine, like, See, disoriented. I just don't clean. That just seems... <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's the easiest that thing, man. That was the last time. Yeah. So. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, 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 that's when that's you hire. Right. That's when you hire a maid. Yeah, like someone asks you to do the dishes, I just do a terrible job, and they'll never ask me. To do it again. <laughs> that, yeah, see, I, I'm just like pull that, but I'm not fucking. Stupid. I would say that, that'll that'll only work until you're married, and then it doesn't work anymore because she'll, all she'll do is bitch at you until you until you do the dishes correctly. No, then see, she'll then she'll yell at you mm-hmm. for not putting it away the, the way that she want, she wants. Now, see, Cody, you're you're a dream builder in your head. You have to be to get to this record and and, and everywhere. And I, I have. Have the utmost confidence you're going to roll through October 7th and be victorious. What is your like big purchase? I know Darren's into the guns and everything like that, but what 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 is your dream goal of like if I heat this level, I'm going to have this. I'm a saver. I save money. I am like Jewish when it comes to money. I'm super super conservative. Uh, it's not the views of the undercard. I I. <laughs> Just a disclaimer. <laughs> I I don't yeah, know. That's I, a five dollar bottle of wine. That's we, a, we, <laughs> I yeah. I'm. I'm we love all cheap. of our fans, think, regardless. Of one thing I've always wanted to do was own land. Okay. okay. Uh, so I guess if like a I was farm gonna, or? In, no, I just I would want to buy and sell real estate. Okay. I like buying and selling stuff. Um, no, but what like for you? Would you buy like a nice house or? Yeah, I'm, you know, the house doesn't really do much. I think I want to spend more money traveling. I okay. Like travel. Nice. Uh, but but even then, I do everything on a budget. I'm really – I'm horrible. I'm Maybe invest in I'm like – I'm bad. A, I'm like the guy that like goes to the grocery store and I'm like, well, this is a dollar cheaper. Right. Yeah, on uh, the same way. I'm, yeah, I'm really horrible. Yeah. People are like, are you serious? Like – I'll like oh, look no, at something bargain shopping is the way to oh, go. Oh, yeah, bargain shopping is definitely the way to go. On a menu. It's kind of the way to be. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah I look at something on my a menu. Favorite like, <laughs> <I> <laughs> like favorite word is free. That's everybody's favorite word. Like, it's like a thrill. Like, it's a cheap high. <laughs> yeah, like, on my, my Meyer receipts, it tells me how much <sighs> I have money I've saved since With the, the first. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm at like $1,700 nice. for the year so far. Dang. Um, but yeah. it also means we've spent a lot of money at Meyers too. Yeah, but it's been for work. I would say maybe also. Also invest in like a, a good bed and also maybe like a hot tub or something for for like your muscles. Yeah, those those are probably good investments because of your like career. Off too. Right, exactly because they're job I related. Do, I do have to because I'm going to fight twice this year. Then I fought twice in Grand Rapids too. So I'm going to need to buy some things to you know to yeah. run off. <laughs> Me and you in the that. same boat, buddy. <laughs> Either that, or I'm just gonna be giving it to Uncle Sam. Or right. no, 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 no. We're we're gonna buy Hooters calendars, and <laughs> and those are tax write off and we're gonna donate it. That's what we're gonna do. Yeah. You buy enough of them at twenty bucks. They were twenty bucks, right? They're they're not cheap. 59. I know that much. 
return. Yeah, ten or fifteen. Yeah. It's worth it. Price probably gone. <laughs> yeah. We need it's been a, a while. <laughs> we're, we're gonna buy some calendars and there write it go. off. What's yeah. the other? Dude, I had another good trick. I don't even know if I should say it on the air. Like I have the ultimate well, now tax you trick. Have to. No, no, no. Because are we, they're are we talking about the? <laughs> we don't want to trace it back. <laughs> right. Are we if, talking about the boat? Oh, I'm on a boat. Yeah, so I'll I'll invest in bad businesses if I know they'll fail. The undercard's not one of them. We've been around for a while as like, a tax write Like that bar? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> but Did like you hear what I just said? But if if it's no, but if it's if it's oh, failing, the, the great thing is Uncle Sam goes, that is failing so bad that we know you made it here. <laughs> it's even now and it feels so good. And and that other one that other yeah. one's old yeller. It should be put down any day. <laughs> but like you just keep it around. You're like, no, 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 no. That's okay. Okay, I, I can teach you that, Cody. You 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 find bad businesses and don't invest too much money in them, and you just those are your write offs. You'll be like, it, yeah, they that, literally, you know, they skate. I, you know, I, I think they break even. I'm pretty sure this was the 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 kind of the plot of the producers. I was just, just saying. That. No, that's no, exactly yeah. what I was no, thinking no, no. when you said that. Springtime for Hitler. Springtime <laughs> for Hitler. That's right. You Which get it, turned out to be a huge success. <laughs> right. Of course. Um, I like you because you knew what that was. Yes, I'm a absolutely. Big Broadway. Fan. Yes. I five across the table. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, just really Hamilton heard it. No. Okay, you need to. I probably should. You really need to. <laughs> yeah. If you're a, if you're a Broadway fan, you really need to. I got her hooked on it. I mm-hmm. just recently started broadening my horizons with it. I, okay. I'm ashamed to admit this, but I just saw Rent like this year, and I wanted to not like 20th it. 20th anniversary? I yeah. wanted to not like it. Why? Because I am friends with a plethora of... Um, theatrical men okay. who, <laughs> who have now theatrical um, men or theatrical men. Well, they they also are this, typically like this. in relationships this with members this. of the same gender, but that's neither here nor there. Okay, they could be straight, but they've always hyped it up so much that I was like, I'm yeah. not going to watch it. I'm not going to watch it, and it's so good. It's and so I good. Wanted to not like it. Um, just just uh, 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 for your edification. Uh, Rent is actually based off of an opera yes, called La, Wee- La Vie Bohème. Yes. Okay. I, I didn't know if you knew that. No, I, I okay. immediately like researched everything I yes. after binge watching it. Like, <laughs> Love Rent. Times, yeah. um, there's also a really uh, like Phantom, Les Mis, yeah. Oh, yeah. all those stuff like that. Um, Spring Awakenings, if you ever get a chance, listen to that. And there's a new one, and I can't think of the name of it. Um, off to research or whatever. It's really, really good. You ever watch Pitch Perfect? Yeah. So the <laughs> the the uh, the best friend, the kid that's into magic, uh-huh. he's the lead in the in the play. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really, really good. Sorry. Did, no, no, it's all right. She you're said just, Broadway and immediately. Okay, TV shows. What TV I'm, shows I'm a, do you guys watch? I'm huh? a, what TV shows do you guys watch? Mad Men. Mad Men. We're we're trying to catch up. It yeah. ended like seven years. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Scrubs. I, Game of Thrones. I love I'm, Game of Thrones. See, oh, I'm trying to get him to watch it. He won't. Dude, it's so, so good. No. It's so good. Shameless. No, I was going to say. Love Shameless. So Shameless is funny. Shameless is hilarious. But it gets sad sometimes. Oh, yeah. Shameless is kind of dark. Well, our next one is Breaking Bad. It's like messed up. I mean, that's like. It was that's yeah, like white trash America though. Shameless does a pretty good job. Yeah, oh, it does. It beautifully <laughs> yeah. represents that white trash dream. Oh. <laughs> so my parents are probably in it. Uh, I oh. watch a lot of like shows on like Netflix and stuff too. So like I've watched all the Marvel shows that are on Netflix: Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke You've Cage, lost the, the whole Defenders. Audience. No, Cody's shaking his okay. head. Um, 
but also I like to watch shows that were on TV that I maybe never watched the first time around that's on Netflix. I'll just like binge watch the hell out of those too. That's what we're doing so, with Mad Men. We didn't watch yeah. it the first time around. Do you guys ever have Big like Bruce theory? Lee days? Yeah. Like just Bruce Lee it all day? Bruce Lee was no. fucking awesome. I mean, I do, I do, actually, uh, uh, I do a Donnie Yen day where I'm just all no. Donnie Yen, Ip Man. Um, he was in a bunch of other ones. I liked Ip Man. That's good. Ip Man, Ip Man 2. He was, um, oh God, I forget some of the other ones. But yeah, he's he's amazing. He's one of my favorite martial artists to come out of China. This is going to happen. Cool. Candace, you might even be in this outfit. And 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 promoters be be aware. We get to pick the outfits we wear. Okay? Yes. One day they're gonna show up in kimonos. The, the, no, the or uh, the yellow jump suits suits with oh. the uh, black up the side. Yep. The uh, we are gonna yeah. Yeah. we are gonna pay tribute to Bruce Lee. And there's nothing anyone can do about it once they get in the ring. And I'll be like, yes. And uh, they'll probably be short. So they're like, gonna look the like the bride from Kill Bill. No, not, no, not, not we're the... going to know they're Bruce Lee, though, man. Okay. Don't be like that. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, but if They'll you put females in, if you no, put females in, everybody's going to assume. It's not a, okay. a full leg. Okay. Spandex. <laughs> right. Spandex. And yeah. Full spandex body It'll, it'll look spray painted on. Yeah. Okay. I was actually thinking for <laughs> Joseph Battaglia. I'll I even let I should, him know. Yeah. I think I should design the next. <laughs> you should do it? I want to I see Cody's design. Can't be bikini, though. G-rated? PG? It's got to be PG. PG-13. I won't allow bikinis. I've seen some messed up stuff, PG-13, so. Not on our girls. No. No, 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 no. I'm just saying this on, like, TV shows. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. PG-13 is really getting stretched. (laughs) Right. There's stuff that I wouldn't let my son watch at 12 that is on TV nowadays where it's, like, it's it's, it's more. Watch the news. It's, like, oh, my God. Well, the news is the worst thing ever. I mean. I don't watch it. I don't I don't don't either. No, no, no. no. YouTube's the worst thing ever because you can type anything and everything (laughs) will appear. Yeah. You don't even need to be looking for it. You could be just like. No, my kids watch Sonic and it comes out to be like porn. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Everything. Everything's twisted that that bad. But what's what is that rule number seven of the internet? If it's out there, it will always be. Uh, somebody will turn it into porn. Oh, I don't know about That's that. That's like rule number like rule number seven of the internet. If 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 there is a thing. That someone puts on the internet, eventually someone will make a porn version of whatever that thing is. Right. So wrong. Yeah. No, I know I, it is. I was actually upset. The guy that uh, I have followed forever on YouTube who had pretty much documented every fight, his account got finally suspended. Was it PewDiePie? No, no, no. It, uh, it was she just. Knows a, what I'm talking about. No, I have no idea. Oh, really? Oh, you started laughing. Oh. It was just a guy that funny. that had everything from Mike Tyson's whole career all the way up to modern fights, and and you could watch any fight over again, and you could study it again. And I went on his account, and it, it's been suspended. So for copyright violation, I was going to say copyright violation. Yeah. And I mean, you know what? I mean, I don't. I don't want Cody not to get money. For UFC fights airing on UFCs or uh, YouTube, so I understand that. I would say, but there's got to be a limit of of uh, you know if it if the fight's more than like twenty years old. Not with UFC Fight Pass because that's the library now, so they're protecting their library. That's oh, their intellectual UFC property. Fight Pass is awesome. Like, you can watch. Yep, and I like watching fights. Yeah. So I have Fight Pass, but yeah. I really like I really like it because they can go back and watch. You know what I mean? You can watch. Your competitor, you can watch every single person in your division. You can yeah. watch all their fights. I don't know. I, plus, I'm a I'm a fight fan. I, I really like watching fights. 
Right. So I watched the same fight five times. You know what I mean? Just so boxing, Canelo, Golovkin. I mean, if you're a fight fan, I like Canelo this, a lot. I hope he wins. I really like Me too. Uh, that's the big one. It's coming up in two weeks. I mean, that's bigger than Mayweather McGregor. For, you know for boxing bigger fans, than yeah. boxing match yeah. for fight fans. No, yes. it's bigger worldwide because of okay, Mexico yeah, and yeah, Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really worldwide, is. Yeah. No, no. I'm, I'm just saying, but like here in America. Yeah, but do you think they're gonna they're gonna touch the top ten? No, 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 buys? no. Probably. Have you not. ever seen the top ten pay per view buys? Yeah, it's Oscar De La Hoya versus Mayweather. It's 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 like Mayweather every like other five. one. Yeah. he has like yeah. five. Yep. Because everybody amazing. wanted to see somebody try to kick his ass. Yep. Yep. It's uh, amazing. But you think Canelo's going to win by knockout or decision? You know, I watched Triple G fight, and I just thought that he was, you know, a gifted athlete. He hits hard. So he's in good shape. But Canelo's a much better boxer. Much, much more movement. Yeah, yeah. More movement. More angles. Slips punches. But he does get hit. He does get hit. I think uh, if I was betting, I'd bet Canelo. Right. Because since he lost to Mayweather, he's been on a tear. Mm-hmm. Well, tell, yeah. ass. tell us how a pro fighter at the top level breaks down a fight. What, how, how do you look at fighters? What, what are you looking at? Their eye movement? What, what, when you break down tape, what are you looking at? I, I like to see guys that have like uh, good techniques, tricky techniques, you know, because I think I see fights differently. You know, I see there's a lot of things that, you know, the average fan doesn't see in a fight, like different timing changes, like. You know th- things that things that people do. Canelo is really has really really good like basic one on one boxing technique, and uh, he's got really really good like he changes his rhythm up. One fighter that I absolutely love watching because he does like, everything that any coach would ever tell you to do. This guy does everything in a round of a fight, and that's uh, Lomachenko. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's the Lomachenko. He is the He's he's perfect. He does everything that you should do in a fight. I mean, like, from changing up the timing to different angles to, you know, throwing soft punches to hard punches. You, you know what I mean? Like, everything he does. His footwork is perfect. Everything he does. And I really like, I like, think more than anything, I think I, I have, like, a boner for, like, footwork in fighting. I see, see you guys as foot, footwork. Huge into Lomachenko, too. But then uh, I was down uh, watching Crawford on HBO when we were covering fights in Columbus, and, and Terrence Crawford looks good. And you know those two guys are going to meet eventually. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I, I don't know if I can pick on that yet because Crawford looked freaking incredible too, dude. The, cra- the problem is Lomachenko takes guys that are really good and makes them look like they don't know how to fight. Ordinary, yeah. you know yep. what I mean? Like not many people can do that, and there's a there's only a handful. And how many guys jump in? Boxing as a professional and just start fighting for world titles. He's like seven and one. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's the things he's doing. They're absolutely unheard of. You know what I mean? Yeah. This guy, he's a two-time gold medalist. You know, I don't know. I just don't see anyone beating him. I mean, he's so hard to hit. I mean, he's 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 Mayweather with power, with, with better footwork, and he can sit guys down. Better angles. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. If he if he if he gets a marketing scheme behind him, you know what I mean? If he starts playing the bad guy or the good guy or mm-hmm. you know brands himself as whatever he's going to be huge he's going to going to be the guy that saves boxing so if not boxing's fucked <laughs> uh, how many people at uh, michigan top team are, are boxing fans too are, are, are you like a small breed or me uh, <laughs> fisher maybe i don't know i don't i don't really i don't think many Muneeb. no not many 
Not many MMA fans are, are boxing fans. And that's that's interesting because, I mean... Said, I like it. I like the art of boxing. But mm-hmm. I don't know. And why do you think that is? Just You know, guys, guys grew up idolizing uh, MMA fighters and not boxers. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I was a fan of boxing before I was a fan of MMA, so I'm still a fan of boxing. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of these younger guys, you know, when they were... <clears throat> 15, 16, 17, MMA was big. No one gave a shit about boxing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No one liked Floyd Mayweather, and he was the he was the staple of the boxing community, mm-hmm. and they didn't know who he was fighting, but they knew who George St. Pierre was and right. all these other you know legendary fighters, and they just gravitated towards MMA. You know what I mean? It's like a it's like a TV show, you know, like Friends. You know, if I asked my little sister if she knew what Friends was, she probably wouldn't, but you know. Everyone in this room has watched the TV show and likes TV show Friends because it's awesome. <laughs> but you know, what I, you, you know what I mean. But but if <laughs> we were just talking about that actually if, earlier today, yeah. But if uh, if if it was if before your time, you just don't you don't right. understand yeah. it. You don't know it. You can't relate to it. It's That's what Star thing. Wars is for you know a lot Boxing, of kids before yeah. it, they started bringing the new ones out. Yeah. yeah, but you were at Motor City the other day, and um, for, for MMA. But I know you've been at boxing events because uh, you 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 boxed on a card that I covered um, at the Masonic Temple, mm-hmm. and uh, we take for granted in Detroit that like the Thomas Thomas Hearns came from Detroit. Not only is there, he's at every pro fight. He's a top fighter, five fighter of all time. Mm-hmm. Just was absolutely phenomenal. Floyd Mayweather's from Grand Rapids. Yeah, I mean, we we got such a great background here that, um, yeah, oh yeah, dude. Uh, boxing is so in in Joe Lewis, which no one saw here, obviously in this room. But we, we what are you we talking covered. about, Shunny? <laughs> no, 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 none of us saw us no, in this room and stuff. But I mean, that's yeah, what you got to do. I mean, boxing is a staple of Detroit. You know, Detroit is known for. For good boxing, Michigan's known for good boxing, oh. and it's kind of crazy that it flies under the radar. And there's not more, you know, diehard fans in Michigan. I don't know. I think all the a lot of the combat sports kind of gravitated to the West Coast. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's bigger over there, you know, California and all those. Warm. Well, don't worry. It's all going to burn down. It'll come back to Michigan. Yeah. That's super banks on fire right now. So you and Darren have made a commitment to stay in Michigan. And you've been on the undercard a lot. Like, what progress have you guys seen over the last year? First off, Jason Fisher, uh, a huge comeback because, like, multiple injuries. Now a two-belt holder in uh, WXC down there. Um, Not only that, probably worthy of a shot in one of the bigger leagues now. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll be honest. I didn't see him coming back from that. You guys probably did. But uh, his heart, uh, his discipline – Modesty, which you don't see too often in fighting, uh, he's packaged perfectly for a shot at it. I mean, uh, you you guys are sticking around Michigan. What what have you seen in the last year that's that's built? You know, looking at Michigan right now, <clears throat> how many UFC fighters are there? There's me, Bobby Nash, Amanda Bobby, Nash, Bobby Cooper, Amanda um, Bobby Cooper, Jared. That's it, Jared Brooks, uh, James Lee. Jared Brooks, he doesn't fight in the UFC, but he did. I guess so you could count. Yeah, him. yeah. And then no, no, no. James Lee, um, Miles Jury's here too. So that's he's talking about six guys, and like I've been training with Jared and Bobby and Miles Jury, and like now you're you're seeing guys that are in the UFC and that are about to be in the UFC all in the same room together, and like 
that's been something that Michigan, that Michigan top team that so many people have been trying to do for so long. And it's finally happening because everyone's just like, you know what? If I'm going to live in Michigan, like, you know, fuck the drama, fuck the BS that comes with, you know, coaches getting mad. Everyone's just like, screw that. I just, we just want to just train and get better because ultimately it's you and someone else in the cage. You know what I mean? All that, that BS drama that, you know, restricted you in the past, you know, guys are just swallowing their ego and just showing up in different rooms, you know, because, I mean, I think we all have the same mentality. We just want to win. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean we just want to win. And, you know, whatever it takes, you know, if I got to go to a different gym in Michigan to train with, you know, guys that are going to give me a different look and, you know, maybe a better looker can teach me something, why wouldn't I do that? If I didn't, I'd be, you know, shooting myself in the foot. So I think we're all <clears throat> we're all to a point because we're all getting older and we don't care about the drama. We don't care about the BS anymore. You know, we're all, we're all a little, little bit older, a little bit more mature and we're just, you know, kind of saying screw it. And we're, we're like, you know, there's a lot of guys that, that strictly train at certain gym gyms that we've all been training together and we haven't really been posting about it or talking about it because we don't want any, you know, smart. Yeah. We don't want, we don't want the BS that comes with everybody selfies after they train. They're like, Hey, look, everybody I've trained with. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, but, I'm being honest. Everybody's selfies. Like, I mean, yeah. that's the thing I mean, that, to do. That happens, if you don't like, document your workout, though, people won't know. I'm, I'm speaking sarcastically. Like oh, no. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> it, it, basically, yeah, if you don't but put it on social media, That's how happen. a lot of people are. They do everything for social media so you can get those, like, yeah, I worked out. I worked out four times a day, and I have zero social media posts about it. <laughs> but then again, there's a, I mean, there's something to be said about that, too. Though. You, you need to do that. I mean, you right. need to build yeah. that. They're following because the yeah. sponsors look at you and they go, oh, you have X amount of followers on this? Oh, yeah, we'll give you this much money. You know what I mean? Right. So it's it's kind of weird. I mean, I absolutely hate social media. I despise it. I don't, I don't need it. It's like the You know what I mean? But right. I, get, I get message reminders to, like, post things. And I'm like, yeah. No. But you're photogenic, so it works for <clears> you. <throat> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Us unphotogenic people, social media is always, like – Every picture I get tagged in, I look horrible in. Like everyone, I'm like, oh my I think god! That's everyone though, no, no, yeah, everybody it's thinks that. Not you two, guaranteed. Everybody they're thinks that. Everybody thinks they got crap in pictures. Yeah, look, like, I just oh. tagged you in a nice one of us. Okay, I gotta look. You I didn't did. see it. I didn't see it. You did. You're did like, I oh, I was taking with a one megapixel camera. <laughs> yeah, that, that one. Yeah. I did complain about it. She posted a picture with like a one megapixel. It looks blurry, like you <laughs> have a glaucoma. Cute picture. If you had glaucoma, it looks like Probably what we a look cute like. Yeah, she it is. It. Girls, you know we we scrutinize everything. We like to make sure it's internet ready. So uh, October, uh, you got a chance now. You're not going to get eight days notice. What are you going to change about your camp? Besides uh, coming to the undercard and hanging out on Tuesdays. That's right, um, man. I mean, it, you what can you do with eight days? You know, I I wasn't in shape. Mm-hmm. I wasn't training. I was hurt. Slightly injured, uh, right? Yeah, I had, a, I had a pretty minor. I mean, I was out for eight weeks prior to, you know, basically like that Tuesday, I went back to training. And Wednesday, I got a phone call. Hey, you might be fighting in the UFC. Thursday, you're fighting in the <laughs> UFC. Friday, I signed a contract, you know, and then I left Monday. And like, how, what can you do? Like, I didn't know. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't in shape. I was fat. Like I wasn't, I wasn't doing anything, and I'm never like that. You know what I mean? Usually, I'm always in the gym, so usually they could call me, and I could be like, "Okay, I know for a fact I can go for three rounds." Mm-hmm. You know, just 
and you know your reactions aren't sharp. There's so much that that you know you can't do with eight days. Um, but I felt like I did all right, you know, considering you know that I don't have that mu- that amount of time. But now, I mean, I don't have any excuses. I'm gonna be in great shape. You know, I'm not gonna get tired, and I'm gonna everything's gonna be fast and clean and crisp, and I'm gonna rip this kid's freaking head off. So. What what were you walking at when you got the call? What did you have to get down to? I got on the scale, honest to God, at 172 pounds. <laughs> I like literally got that phone call, stepped on a scale, and my little brother was in the room with me, and he was like, holy shit. <laughs> Dude, you can't make 135. And I was like, yeah, I know. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm like, but I will if I have to. You know, that's a lot of money. And uh, like I, I didn't eat. I basically didn't eat from that time until Thursday when I knew that it was going to be at 145 and I was like, thank God. And then I got yeah. down to, I was like, I lost seven pounds by then. And I was like down to 65. I got off up the airplane in Las Vegas at 166 pounds. Uh, by the end of the week, I was down to 156 pounds and then I just cut 10 pounds basically of water. I felt fine. It was probably one of the easiest wake-ups I've ever had. I can't even lose 20, five pounds. 20 pounds in seven days. Basically. I can't even lose five pounds in like two months. I mean... It's crazy. It's just, it's just perfect. Yeah, there's a, yeah. There's a science yeah. to it. I mean, and it's not like it's not like I lost the weight and just I know it's up. all water weight it's all water and it's, weight. yeah, like, I know. Like fight time, I was probably 160. Yeah, I I, I understand that. It just still boggles my mind that you can drop 40 pounds in you'd eight be, days. You'd be amazed, like just how much water your body really holds. Like you yeah. know, no one really realizes that because you know everything we eat makes has water. Yeah. yeah, it makes your body retain water. Yeah. And, you cut out a few things, and you actually, you know, you're ten pounds lighter. That's why all these like BS fad diets, where you know people, yeah, drinking all these crazy protein shakes, and yeah. drinking, which you one? Know what I mean, like, <laughs> like just the flat they, uh, not to cut you off, just like the flat tummy tea and all that. Stuff. Yeah, right, all that, that stuff. One. Basically, all it's doing, all you're doing is like it's like a diuretic. It's all a diuretic. You just piss out some water, right. you lose or five worse. pounds in three days, and you're like, ooh, oh, yeah, right, you shit out some water. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you lose five pounds in three days, and you're like, wow, this stuff really works, and then. You got it back, you know, as soon as you get a cheeseburger. Right. Is the weight cut or uh, fighting harder? Oh, the weight cut's way harder. I, I literally, if I never had to worry about my weight, this this sport would be so much better. I literally feel like I get paid to cut weight, not mm-hmm. to fight. You know what I mean? Like, I've always had that mentality. Like, once I make weight, it's like, okay, well, I just got, I like, like the real fight's over. Like, I don't, I don't, like, I don't have that. There are some fighters that I feel like have like a ton of anxiety and stuff, and I think it mentally just kills them. Like I've never really had that. I've always like enjoyed competing. I've always like really liked it. And so like the only thing I do really really strongly dislike is the weight cut and the diet. You know what I mean? Like tonight, like you said, like you said, you're gonna. I think we're gonna order some food. And I'm like, well, I can't really eat anything. <laughs> Will you get a plain boiled chicken breast for me? And I go like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm on such a strict diet right now. It's it's horrible because I love food, and I live in freaking Royal Oak. Like, I know. Like, how <laughs> many good so much good food, yeah. How many good restaurants around here? All I yeah. do th- all week is think about, like, what I'm going to eat for my cheat meal. I, like, walk around, like, uh, <laughs> looking at everyone's menu, like, trying to figure now out how, what I'm going to have. How far do you go when you do have your cheat meal? Like, do you just go all out, or do you still try to keep it within it's just reason? One, it's just one meal. I, I know, but I'm you, saying, or, like, like, you get... You know, this is my cheat meal, so it's whatever I want. Or this is my cheat meal, but I still need to kind of keep it in in check. Yeah. So I I had like uh, I went to a Mesa and had like two tacos. That was it. Like that was my cheat meal okay. this week. So it wasn't so I the carbs yeah. and the flour. I didn't eat. I didn't eat like a ton of like, and I had some chips and salsa. Yeah. 
And so, so you don't I, go overboard when I you have go, your cheat I don't meal. Really go that crazy. Okay. But I mean, I would like to. God, I would <laughs> right. love to. I would eat like a tired cheesecake if I could. <laughs> mm. I love food. It's so hard to do this. I, it's, it's the worst part of this whole gig. The there, there, there was a there was a guy that uh, I had a, he was a medic like me, um, and he was a, a bodybuilder and just always ripped or whatever. But when he was a kid, he was a fat kid, right. and he just walk around all day every day, just go, God, the fat kid inside of me just really wants to eat. Yeah. But he wouldn't. He would eat. You know, try. As well as he could while we were, like, eating, you know, military chow or whatever. But, like, that was, like, his cheat meal was, like, the the shit military food. And then when, as soon as we got back to, like, the real world, he was on a strict diet and didn't, you know, whatever. But, yeah, like, <laughs> that's why I asked you about the cheat meal because – when we would do our weekend drills, he would just go nuts. Yeah, he would eat like, yeah, he would eat like M and M's and and just literally sit there with like five packs of the Hawaiian Punch, like sugar pack. Just ah. yeah, 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 no way. <laughs> yeah. We had your uh, teammate Mo in here. Uh, not it was the other one. The other uh, studio. He was fighting uh, the other studio, uh, not the shit one, the one that was in between us, and uh, he was fighting uh, the, the one cup, in Cuppy brother. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Connor, right? Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Cuppy did he fight? That's, yeah, they're the same. Same person. Same person. <laughs> and, uh, Both douches. And, and basically what happened was uh, he's cutting weight, and we had ordered pizza. And I oh, totally, I know. I totally fucking forgot he was oh, cutting weight. Oh, that was weight, terrible. Right? I mean, there's just grease didn't everywhere. We, there's pizza everywhere. And I don't do that to fighters anymore. Didn't Didn't we have a professional fighter come in one time when Rochelle made her lasagna? Yeah, which yeah. is even worse because her <laughs> lasagna is amazing. Actually, you, when you win... October, she'll make your her lasagna. It is the best thing some. you've ever tasted. It's, it's a brick of cheese, basically. You won't some. shit for a week, <laughs> but it's the best thing There's you've ever four, had. Four four and a half pounds of cheese in there. Yeah, sounds so That's, ideal. I know. Yeah. You need to. You seriously need Those to chase things, it with a laxative. I've gotten like a, I uh, I've gotten to a point where like I eat kind of like a pretty healthy lifestyle, so it's not as hard. You know what I mean? When I right. get on a really crazy strict diet. Yeah, yeah. So I don't even eat, like, noodles and cheese, like, anything anymore. But, man, when I do, it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> so good. Like, I forgot. I forgot what this this is like. There was, I don't remember. I was a fat kid, too. Like, I was. Yeah. Like, I don't remember what show I was kid. watching, but there was <laughs> there was a uh, uh, um, Molly Shannon. I don't know if you know who that is. She, on SNL, she's a female <laughs> comedian. Yeah, she she played Mary's, superstar. you know, Mary? superstar. Oh, That's yeah, Mary. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. so she was on the show, and I they went to some. They went to some restaurant. She's like, um, "I want this steak, no salt, no MSG, no this, no that, or whatever." And the <laughs> the waiter brings it back out. She takes the slice and she eats, and she goes, "This steak is too good. It has <laughs> MSG in it." Yeah. No. So she's like, "There's no way this doesn't have MSG. The steak tastes too good." Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, she's uh, funny. She plays in a lot of stuff. She does. She's, she's really, really funny. funny. Yeah. Uh, a fighter, <laughs> a fighter friend of ours, of course. Uh, I just, didn't volunteer this. I got volunteered. Uh, Voluntold. Just, 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 just uh-huh. called her out that she's never had lasagna for him, made for him. So <laughs> or the cupcakes or the cupcakes. So he's got to win too and and get the cupcakes. But no, seriously, you win, you'll get the it's lasagna, always and like, it's worth it. It's always like blood, but I'm training and I'm cutting weight, so I can't right. have it now. Yeah, yeah. I know, I that's, know. The, that's the thing. Like all the good food comes when you're cutting weight. Yeah, I swear to God, really. Like it's fall. 
Yeah, yeah. There's so, there's so much good stuff right pumpkin now. Pumpkin spice. You, are you a coffee guy? I do like coffee. I don't like pumpkin spice. Bleh. No, no, no. Yeah, pumpkin no, spice anything sucks. Yeah. <laughs> pumpkin pie is good. Yep. That's, like about, that's where it ends. But fall, yeah. I feel like fall is like a time when people eat and. Right. And winter. I, can't. I guess yeah. like it's, mm. I'm fighting in October, so I'm not going to miss any like. Thanksgiving and unless I like, get a quick knockout and right and they're like me to be like hey you should fight in Detroit I'm like, <laughs> yeah yeah I'm gonna fight in Detroit <laughs> then the reality is gonna set in that I can't eat again for six weeks. okay well oh. over Christmas I will make lasagna all right I, I, I gotta say it now Anthony Barnes is the, the I knew fighter. who you were talking I about I, knew, I figured it was Anthony. <laughs> well, yeah. and, and here's the thing he's not fought in a year he said he's had time to get the lasagna so oh, but like, you know I mean, what Every, but it was always it was always, always right I gotta, there I got a I got a fight right coming there. I got a yeah, fight exactly. coming and then I'm recovering. I, I really need to start cutting weight he was, again. He was dealing with some injuries, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 Well, Anthony, we're going to do you lasagna before Cody's but, fight. And then and you I get saw you Cody's eat pasta fight. yesterday. But, so, But you got to win. You don't get no lasagna unless you oh, win. Oh, Anthony will win. <laughs> yeah. He'll win. And then Cody, I'm, I'm, I'm very confident in Cody. Oh, absolutely. So this fight, I mean, uh, I think the guy that I'm fighting is, I told him the UFC that I wanted either a guy that was had one fight in the UFC or a guy that was in the top 20. And I think this guy's both. That's awesome. He's like mm. the number one dude in Europe. So beating him, I mean, I feel like yeah, much, I'll be in the top 20. Is yeah, that the T-Mobile Arena again, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Same place uh, McGregor and Floyd Mayweather fought. fought. Right. Gotcha. And then now, I mean, that, that, that's, sweet. that's cool. I mean, you're staying busy. That's the, the most important thing. Uh, and you, well, you don't get paid unless you fight. So no, you said will this you, one will this fight. one be televised or is it could be on Fight Pass? I don't know. I don't know if I'm on the main card. I mean, he, this guy has a huge following. Like, mm-hmm. he's no, a really it might big be. Following, yeah. So, and someone told me today that they were, I was on the main card. I don't know if it's the pay per view main card or the FS1 card. I don't know. I mean, I don't. That doesn't really matter what, to me. Do you, right. Paychecks yeah. the same. Do you know uh, what number it is? Two sixteen. Okay, I just want to make. I didn't. Yeah, two eighteen is December. Now, you said yeah, you're going to fight twice more. You think you'll get a fight in December. You're going to miss Thanksgiving, too. Uh, December is a stretch. You know what I mean? Do I, 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 I would fight's do coming it. back in Detroit. You know what I mean? Like, if that was an option and they put it on the table, I would say, hell yeah, let's go. But at the same time, that's I'm asking a lot of my body just because I fought. That's, you know, that's five fights this year. And do I really... You know, do I really need to fight again? I'd maybe, I don't know, maybe take a break and fight in four or five months. You know, because that was the plan. That was the plan. I wanted to fight like every four months or, but one of the hands were two in the bush. You know, to uh, say that I was going to fight in Detroit, what if it didn't happen? You know, so when this opportunity came up, I was like, yeah, let's go. Well, not yeah. only that, I think this is just the first fight that they're going to have at that arena. I'm sure that if it goes well, there's going to be more. There's going to be more. There's going to be more. Exactly. Um, from the looks of it, it looks like you're the main fight on the uh, fight pass fight. fight. Yeah. Nice. Because um, the main event's Ferguson versus Lee, and then you have Weirdum Lewis, Van Zant versus I, Harris, Godbeer, uh, Darouche versus Dunham, Brooks, it's Lentz, a big, and then. That's a big card. Yeah, and then you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm guessing if they a do those, six a lot and of six. Those guys probably have like 10 fights in the UFC. Yeah. You know I mean, it's hard to like. Yeah, if, you know what I mean. If it was like a, um, like a fight night or something, mm-hmm. you know, that, yeah. I think it'd be better for exposure. But you're both fifteen and one. 
You yeah, have he's a, sixteen and zero because I will refuse I know. No, to no, no, count no. I, the crystal. I'm Garden saying. I'm saying. Disaster, I'm dude. just saying what is on the tail of the tape. No, no, no. no. Uh, crystal Garden yeah. disaster. Yeah. So we'll say sixteen and zero, fifteen and one. Thank you. Uh, you about have the same KO TKO percentage. Uh, he's got a little bit more on submission. You have a higher on decision. He's got one inch on you. Uh, you have a little bit more weight on him, and they don't have any reach on him for some reason. I think I think he's got a couple inches of reach on me. I think okay. as well. You're, the last you're, guy had like ten inches on me and like a seventy-four inch reach. They don't have. I'm still hitting him. They're missing some stuff on him. Like uh, takedown defended. You have a hundred percent. He has fifty. Um, but they don't have anything on take, his takedown accuracy or takedown average. Be less yeah. After this fight, yeah, I'm taking this kid for a ride. So yeah, nice, I'm gonna man. I'm gonna say you're pr- you're probably the main event on the uh, the fight pass card. And actually, the bigger card for UFC. I mean, as as much as the Detroit card's appealing to someone from Michigan, is that they say McGregor might even come back for that New Year's Eve Eveish card. It's kind of anywhere from December 26th to Jan uh, December 31st when UFC will throw a, a card, but they're saying that that's the fight that McGregor would come back. That would ideally be the card that anyone would want to be on because the, everyone's watching it. The crazy <laughs> thing is, is like, you know, I thought that they would, I thought they would for sure, uh, you know, like want to put a ton of guys on on the UFC Detroit card. So I was like, that they're I'm sure on that. And they said they would put me, in, put me on it. But ultimately, like from what I've learned from the UFC is they don't give a shit. You know what I mean? They don't need your ticket sales. Oh, no, it's no. It's not no. like that. It's not like that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, why wouldn't you want, like, a big ticket seller from Michigan on their card? Like, oh, that, you see UFC, man. It's like the NFL. They're selling out either way, you know? No, and the thing that is, selling out. they've not been here since uh, BJ Penn fought yeah. uh, back at the Palace of Auburn Hills. So the, the ticket sales are going to be absolutely astronomical. You going to join us again next week? I'll be here next week. All right, Cody. Then we're going to change the intro. You're in. Shut up. You're in. How we're changing the intro, gone? dude. Yeah, I'm going to – actually, I, was, I need you to give me a script. I'm going to change the I intro. I want him saying, I belong here in the intro for the I will. Oh, I will try to I find said, it. Huh? Even if I have I to get him to say it. Here, I, I said. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can drop the F-bomb. Well, I'm it. saying if, uh, um, if I can't find it on, on online – um, then I'll just get you to say it or whatever, and then I'll add it into the it's intro. The I don't think I can say it that, that kind of emotion. Yeah, you can get it on Fight Pass. No, no, no. Just get it from, yeah, UFC. We want the exact. No, I know. Um, I'm going to try to pull the audio. Right. No. There is no try. No, there's no try. Only do. I am going to try to pull the audio. No, 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 no. Yoda no, no. says there is no try. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Yoda doesn't have to deal with technology, though. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, he has a force. He can do <laughs> That's it. That's right. <laughs> Damn it. We'll see everybody next week. Uh, we're going to even let t- Cody pick a, a segment. We're going to give you uh, duties. You pick a topic and we'll talk about it for a second. If you want, you can pick some songs as well. Okay. Just send them. Send it to me though, because I'm the one hey, that, me- that mem- does it. Membership has its perks. Yeah, <laughs> it's perks. Man, a segment. No, in all seriousness, it it it, it like literally. When Marv left, it was just something that, like, I was like, we're not going to rush it, and we're going to offer it to a couple people. And uh, you've been there, I think, since the sixth or seventh show. We've been really good friends. Since the, the Russell. Yeah. The Russell. The Russell. Exactly. Yeah. That was a yeah. place. Your, your tetanus shots probably wore off from yeah. there, too, so you need to probably redo it. Yeah. So we got to go. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday. Take care, everyone. 
Just a 